right, hope everybody's doing good tonight, Saturday night. You can uh, go ahead and order your uh, your nosy if you'd like. Uh, I got that from Raheem Kassam on tweet on Twitter, and he said this is a joke, right? So I have not, con- I cannot confirm or deny whether that's an actual product or not. So you know, feel free to order it if you want to. But just where we are, if it's real, sadly, it's just where we are as a culture. Where you're going to buy something to cover your nose, to cover your mouth. Who knows what they're going to cover next? All right, Ted Cruz tweet. You put that on the screen for me, Ted Cruz tweet. Uh, we're having some tech problems here for some reason, so I will hold the line. You know what? Maybe I got something I can read to you. All right, here we go. Throw that up there. There we go. All right, Ted Cruz Unity. It's put out by the California Patriot. Uh, this is actually the other the. You guys got that Biden video of Neanderthals should be sitting right next. Yeah, play that for me. Message to Texas and Mississippi. Texas and Mississippi. I think it's a big mistake. Look, I hope everybody's realized by now these masks make a difference. We are on the cusp of being able to fundamentally change the nature of this disease because of the way in which we're able to get vaccines in people's arms. We've been able to move that all the way up to the end of May to have enough for every American to get every adult American to get a shot. And the last thing, the last thing we need is the Neanderthal thinking that in the meantime everything's fine. Take off your mask. All right, back to back to me for just a second. All right, so you got Biden there calling people in Texas Neanderthals basically because Governor Abbott opened the state. So this is a funny little uh, retort to that put out by Ted Cruz. Play it for me. Oh, that's good stuff. I love it. Awesome. Hey, I just wanted to put this out to you to everybody. I don't know if, uh, Aaron, if you're there, you back me up with tech maybe on this, but I wanted to talk about Sean Fout for just a second. Uh, he was banned. What's up? What's that platform called? Foyt, yeah. Tooncast or something like that. He was banned off of that and off the stores on. I don't know if that's right, Tooncast. Is that right? Yeah. I should have told you before, but um, Foyt is right. That's the right pronunciation. John Foyt. Obviously, most of you have heard of him. Mega Christian artist. Stayed open, went around playing, uh, trying to play as many places as he could, even during the COVID lockdowns and all that. TuneCore, there we go, TuneCore, close, we were close with TuneCast, it is TuneCore, he was banned off of TuneCore, uh, his latest album, and fought it somehow or another, he needs to put out how he fought it for the rest of us, but fought it somehow or another, and now he is at number one, his album, he fought it, got put back on, and he's at number one, I'm going to say this throughout the show tonight, if I remember, most people think right now that we as conservatives are losing we are not losing. We are actually winning. In the state of Florida right now, Ron DeSantis also happening in the state of Texas with Greg Abbott. And I'm no giant Greg Abbott fan, but I'm always open to redemption because he was a he was a COVID lockdown guy. He's a Mr. Mask, and as a conservative Republican, that's the biggest biggest shame of all is when conservatives and Christians buy into the lies of this world. But anyway... So right now what they're both doing, uh, Governor Abbott's actually got it in action. He's putting it into place. 
and Governor DeSantis spoke about it before. I don't know where he is in the process, but we're going to be like little Florida and, and Texas are going to be like little, and, and I hope other states follow, and they will. That's what you're seeing right now with all these states opening. That's because they're following lead of the states that are opening because they don't want to answer to um, their constituency while they're, you know, why they're not opening when everybody else. That's why you see Arizona opening, you see Connecticut opening, Connecticut is opening. Texas just opened because they're all looking at DeSantis going, look at all the praise this guy gets. I want to be like him. Well, now Greg Abbott can sort of lead the way, although I'm sure he got the idea. He actually got the idea from from Ron DeSantis. They're talking about, um, I got a different video playing on here than I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sorry, we're having some tech stuff, so I may be in and out a little bit. But anyway, so Ron DeSantis said, we're, you know, we're basically going to become a bunch of a little Polands. What Poland has done as a country is if, tech, if, if the tech tyrants pull down your video and it's basically not pornography and it's not terrorism, so it abides by the laws of the land, they started a $2.2 million fine for the tech tyrants. And that's what DeSantis, I'm not saying the dollar amounts, but that's what DeSantis wants to do in Florida. And that's what Greg Abbott wants to do. That's what we have to do as a country. Everybody needs to stop thinking of it so nationally. We need to start thinking of it. Of course, we're the great country, the great nation of the United States of America. However, we need to go state by state. Own Each conservative state needs to solidify themselves. We got some good action going on in Georgia where they are locking down their elections, where basically you can no longer get an absentee ballot without a matching signature, without photo ID. Now, everybody like Stacey Abrams is going to come out. At that time, they're going to start calling you racist. They're going to start calling you voter suppressor. They're going to call you a xenophobic, whatever it may be. You have to be willing to endure the name-calling from infantile people. You have to be willing to endure it. It's not that big a deal that somebody calls you names. Republican, and listen, you're going to see yourself called names in the New York Times, you're going to see yourself called names on ABC, CBS, and NBC, and CNN, and MSNBC. You're going to see it happen. You're going to see it in the Atlantic Constitutional. You're going to see it in the Orlando Sentinel, Tampa Tribune, wherever. You're going to see yourself denigrated. You have to live with it. That is the liberal media. And, and here's what the, the great thing. I'm not a oh, huge fan of the positive side of the internet because sometimes the the the, the negative side way outweighs the positive the, neg- the the negative side way outweighs the positive but you have to acknowledge the positive one of the great things about the internet is that the word is out on the liberal hack media basically the the, the media is the gerbils for the democratic party and the FBI is the gestapo for the Democratic Party. That is where we are at right now. That is just the way that it is. So if you take your stand, if you take a stand, you're going to be name called. The FBI didn't do jack squat all summer or all fall long as there is over $2 billion worth of damage done to our cities. People lost their businesses for life because people didn't always have insurance. They always The people who are saying that that's like reparations, these people have insurance. They don't all have insurance. Not Maybe not even for the things that you did. They may have had flood insurance, but not arson insurance. 
So people lost their jobs, lost their business. FBI did nothing. But you have a Trump rally where a couple hundred people do some damage to the Capitol. The only people that were killed were protesters themselves. And everybody who broke the law, I want them prosecuted in the normal way. The normal way. The people that prosecuted, the people that broke into the Capitol need to be prosecuted the normal way. Not, not, not tried for treason or anything else. Because remember now, how many guns, this came out just a couple days ago, how many guns have the, has the FBI found so far with Trump protesters that went into the Capitol? Zero. Absolutely zero. The only gun that's been found is with an Antifa protester mixed in with the Trump protesters. And we all know that John Sullivan, a mega Antifa protester and organizer, was in there instigating a lot, instigating a, a portion, I'm not going to say a lot, a portion of what happened. He was standing there filming the Ashley Babbitt shooting. Absolute fact. All right, let's move on, guys. Washington Examiner tweet. How we doing? There we go. All right, protesters gather in Idaho to burn masks. Now, this video makes me happy. While the Democrats are burning books digitally, we as conservatives, and just love the people of Idaho, firmly red state, the Californians are moving there, so watch out. But they're burning masks while the Democratic Party is burning books. You guys got the video? Play it for me. Beautiful fit. Yeah, it's just a beautiful sight. Absolutely beautiful sight. I love seeing every minute of that. That's how it should be going. Hopefully people are waking up. Listen, I hope there's a giant turnaround. You know, for your sake and for mine, I'm ready for this oppression to be over. I'm ready. I'm absolutely ready to walk into a Home Depot and actually see fellow Americans. You know, the anger will remain because I will tell you this. If you never come to your senses about this, they're just going to put out the next ploy for you. I responded to a Dinesh D'Souza uh, video that he put out. And I was saying, he was talking about all different things. But I said, until people acknowledge that they were bamboozled by this and not that you can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't be, well, I was doing this for the public health and doing this to help people to save lives, to slow the spread. You can't, you can't have it both ways. You were either bamboozled or you're a health hero. Okay. We all know you're no health hero. Masks do absolutely nothing. I'll show you graph after graph. They do absolutely nothing. Lockdowns do absolutely nothing. It's not only that they don't do anything to block the virus. They actually make it worse. Everywhere in every graph in every state that had the most severe lockdowns, the most severe mask mandates, their states did worse. California, New York, New Jersey, New New York and New Jersey are in constant battle of who's the worst, who has the most deaths per capita in the United States. New Jersey and New York battling back and forth in an epic like UFC match. Battle of the Titans of who's going to be the worst governor in history, Phil Murphy or Andrew Cuomo. Battling back and forth. Who's going to win the battle for most deaths per capita, New Jersey or New York? And they had the most severe lockdowns. Most most COVID cases, 76% of all COVID cases are caught in your own dwelling place, your own house. And what do they do? They send you there. 
COVID-19 particles, 0.06 to 0.14 microns, the best mask on planet Earth, blocks microns the size of 0.3. Everybody hear those numbers? So masks do absolutely nothing except catch your own latent bacteria and latent viruses. Because guess what you're supposed to do when you're exhaling? You're actually supposed to exhale, not keep it in a mask and suck it back in. That's why in every place that severe mask mandates... Severe lockdowns, they're worse than the states with none or ones that were slightly less in, less enforced or weren't you know, put in more of a voluntary way, whatever it may be. All right, Rodney Howard Brown tweet. There we go. It's official. There are aliens among us. Sadly, this is real. This is not fake. This is where the American people are. I'll throw it back on there for just a second. That is where people are. People actually think that this is the right thing to do, to sit in the midst of your own carbon dioxide. I don't care if there's little holes in there. That is not the design of the human body. All right, back to me and the get ready for Michael Knowles. Just put Michael Knowles up there for me. There we go. When he talks, he's talking about Anthony Fauci. This is what I hear. This is a great video. Play for me. What's interesting about Florida And I wanted to give you a chance to talk about this because Florida ranks 27th in the nation for per capita deaths from the virus. Some states that shut down, obviously, and and had all those mandates, New York, uh, Michigan, Massachusetts, all have higher death rates. Do you think it's possible when you look back on this that it may be that DeSantis did some things right? Well, Aaron, I think it would be fair to say that Governor DeSantis did a few things right. Uh, He did a lot of things wrong, like when he didn't do everything I told him to do for the last year of slowing the spread. Uh, But I think he did a few things right. He uh, probably brushed his teeth in the morning, uh, probably uh, tied his shoes before he left the house. Are there are there some things when you look at Florida that you that you think that he did get right? Oh, absolutely. He had. Democrats as mayors, so that was excellent, and they did every single thing I told them to do. So that was very, very good and important for slowing the spread. And uh, of course, uh, even though a guy like Ron DeSantis maybe does a very bad job, at least you still have good old Dr. Fauci. Wear the mask, sheep. (laughs) All right, back to me. There you go. And that's all I hear, too. And that's the truth, by the way. He's just a power-hungry, little lawn dwarf Hillary supporter. That's all it's been about from day one, is gathering up as much power as he possibly can get. That's all. Let me mark and see those two goobers sitting on the plane with their space helmets on. It's all about identifying people like that. Are we going to be able to... Listen, Fauci is tied in, of course. He's on Bill Gates' vaccine board. Bill Gates is a stern member of the Great Reset, the, the World Health Organization, tied the, the uh, World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization. All of them are trying to usher in what's called the Great Reset. And Fauci's all a part of that, where you own nothing. And you'll be, you should see the video. i got to bring that video back out again. What the Great Reset, people on the left call it a conspiracy. Great Reset has their own website. They're espoused by Klaus Schwab. This is, they're espoused by Prince Charles. They're espoused by many other leaders. And I'm talking about the leaders, the prime ministers, these presidents, uh, the presidents of other countries. That's, this is what Fauci really is all about. 
really is. You're like, that's right-wing conspiracy. No, listen, this stuff has been going on. It's not right-wing conspiracy. This stuff is always going on. There are people that want to control other people. That is just the way that it is. And you know, the thing is, I know that a lot of you, and I've gone over this now three or four times. I know, I'm not going to go into great detail, but I'm just saying, I know a lot of you are like, why would anybody want to control anybody? Why would anybody actually want to control another human being? I don't know. It's perverted. I don't get it. But that's what these people want. You know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And they've been given absolute power. Andrew Cuomo just learned the hard way. His absolute power has now been taken down. It has to go through, I believe it's been done by the Senate in New York. Maybe it needs to go back to the House or whatever. But in the Senate, by an overwhelming vote, Andrew Cuomo's emergency powers has been taken away from him. And it should have been. And and nobody, listen, everybody's known that that Andrew Cuomo is the worst governor in America. Followed very closely by Phil Murphy. Followed very closely after that by Gavin Newsom. You can interchange two and three. But we all know that it was Andrew Andrew Cuomo's, his own legislation that he wrote. And listen, I, and I still don't believe the 16,000. They're saying, you know, up to 16,000 nursing home patients died as a result of Andrew Cuomo's legislation that mandated, mandated that the nursing homes take in sick COVID patients. People have already been treated for COVID, still carrying COVID, back right into the nursing home, at least 16,000. We know that that happened in in New Jersey. We know that happened in Pennsylvania. And we know that happened in Michigan. And we know that that happened in California. So Gretchen Whitmer, uh, Gavin Newsom, Phil Murphy, Tom Wolf, Andrew Cuomo. Happened everywhere. But you give these people absolute power. It corrupts them absolutely. They were corrupt already. They're already perverted people who want to control people. And then you take down all barriers And you say you have emergency powers, they can do whatever they want. If we don't take care of it, just like I'm telling you right now, if we don't deal with the seven cities and the six states, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Nevada, seven cities in the six states, so seven cities, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Detroit, Las Vegas, and Phoenix, if we do not deal, all those are, Those are vote-making machines for the Democratic Party. Donald Trump absolutely trounced Joe Biden and every... Joe Biden lost ground to Hillary Clinton, significant ground to Hillary Clinton in all urban areas, in all urban areas, except those seven, except those lost ground. Donald Trump doubled... His raw vote total in the Bronx, New York, he gained 300,000 votes in Miami. He split the Hispanic vote for the entire state of Florida, 50-50. Usually Republicans run somewhere to bring you 10 and 20% of the Hispanic vote, 50-50, and he lost the election. Val Verde County in Texas, Trump lost by 10%. In 2016, that county is made of 75% Hispanic. He won it by 8% in 2020 and lost the election. If we do not deal with those seven cities, Georgia's turning around. Pennsylvania's running their mouth. Come on. And every the sad thing is, in, in all six of those states, all six of them that run those seven cities is a Democrat, is a Republican Senate 
in a Republican House. They're the ones who run the elections in their states. They have the ability to change things now. If it doesn't happen, you will never see a senator elected out of those states that's a Republican, and you will never see another Republican president. If H.R. 1 gets enacted, which gives all power to the federal government, which, by the way, H.R. 1, House Bill 1, is unconstitutional, and there needs to be all of the, the Ken Paxtons of the world, the one that's the state attorney general for the state of Texas. They need to be ready with their lawsuits because that is unlawful. It is in the Constitution. The states run their own elections. That's why this, That's why the Supreme Court is a travesty to humanity because the Pennsylvania lawsuit filed by Donald Trump against, against what, you know, the, what happened in the election there was because every state, House and Senate, they decide their election laws. Pennsylvania went through the courts to change their election laws. They went through the governor to change their election. No, it's illegal. What happened in Pennsylvania is illegal. What happened in Georgia is illegal. With Brad Raffensperger meeting with Mark Elias of Perkins Coie, which is the Democratic Party's law firm, and it was Hillary Clinton's law firm, It's who hired Fusion GPS, who hired Christopher Steele and put out the false dossier against Donald Trump. Mark, Mark Elias met with Brad Raffensperger, Georgia's Secretary of State, in March or April of 2020 and unilaterally changed their absentee voter laws. These, oh, these are all right-wing conspiracies. They're not right-wing conspiracies. These are absolute facts. They are facts. Nobody even argued. Did you hear Mark Elias out here saying he didn't meet with Brad Raffensperger? He did. He did meet with him. All right, Tom Elliott tweet. Basically, the only way to die of COVID is to be extremely overweight. That's the truth. Senior citizen who who declined seeking immediate medical attention after becoming ill. And yet we've shut down the whole world over this virus. That's what I've been saying from day one. Who actually who actually reported this initially? A CNN. The risk of death from COVID-19 is about 10 times higher in countries where most of the population is overweight. Now, Jonathan Shuttlesworth put out, he showed an actual, uh, in order, like 1 through 30, an actual, you know, uh, I don't know, a diagram of countries that are the fattest in the world. The United States were number one, and it's not close. I mean, I'm kind of fat myself. I'm just saying that we are number one. So, you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's 500,000 COVID deaths here. There's absolutely not. I'm going to try not to go over that tonight, but I can be, I'll be honest with you. I am always compelled to go over that because I hear all the conservatives, whether it's Fox News, whether it's uh, Newsmax or OWN, every single one of them are owning and espousing that there's 500,000 COVID deaths. No, there's 6% of that is the COVID deaths, which put it, which puts it between 30 and 50,000. That's the truth. You know, does anybody ever wonder why? Did anybody ever look at logic? Have you seen extra graves being dug? Have you? Let me ask you this. Why are all the funeral homes not overwhelmed? Come on, tell me why. What, exa- exactly why are all the fu- uh, funeral homes not overwhelmed? The funeral homes are actually complaining that they lack business. So what exactly is going on here? I mean, does anybody ever look at things logically? Where are all the 500,000 bodies? 
Why is it that in 2020 we had the same death count, overall death count in the United States as we had in 2019? And if it was slightly more, I believe it was slightly less actually, then still justify 500,000. You can't because the average age of COVID death is 80. The average age of death in America is 77 or 78, depending on who you listen to, but it's no higher than 78. So this isn't to be coarse or callous or disrespectful to anybody's relative who died of COVID-19. But most what they're saying here is extremely overweight, obese people die of COVID and people who are over 80 die of COVID with comorbidities. Sadly, a lot of those people would have died anyways. That's why we don't have an excess death count. Why can't people think logically? Speaking of logic, I am tweet, put that up for me. Uh, The lockdown and mask religion. It is. It's a religion. You have to have faith to believe in lockdowns and masks. You really do. You have to have faith. The lockdown and mask religion espoused by most uh, public health experts starts to make a lot more sense when you realize that what they care most about is being listened to and made to feel important, not telling the truth or accurately communicating efficacy or risk. It's exactly right. And it is like it is like a religion. And I want to just give a shout out to all my brothers and sisters in Christ and, and encourage you. you. A lot of you will not consider this to be encouragement because you're too prideful, but you need to stop with the religion of, of, of your own, vir, you know, your own uh, virtuousness. You need to knock it off. You're not virtuous by wearing a mask. You're a liar by wearing a mask. Masks do nothing but increase COVID cases. It does absolutely nothing. Absolutely zero. It hurts you to wear it around. It, it hurts your family when you quarantine. If you have kids at home, you taught your children fear. It's religion. You're actually, listen, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You are, what are you, so hearing itself develops faith. Whatever it is that you're listening to will develop faith. You listen to Fauci and you decide to put your faith in that man who is a baby butchering Democratic Party hack. That's who he is. And you put all your faith in him. And yet you still don't repent. You're still like, you know what? I mean, Andy Stanley has come out again. In, in, along with, in lockstep with Rick Warren, these people with thousands, tens of thousands of members to their church, come out again. Andy Stanley has come out. And he's been, I don't know if I have that article here. Did I bring it with me? and see if I got it. I, I do have it. Good. If I want to refer to it, I will. But here's the thing. He came out again, and he basically was all, you know, attacking church leaders that went up against the government, even sued the government. Attack, he was embarrassed by it, he said. He basically, he's like, you know, this was a great opportunity. Great opportunity to do what, Andy? What did you do exactly? You closed your church for all of 2020. I don't even know if they're open now. He promised that he wouldn't have another service until 2021. All you did was respond to a bold-faced lie. There was never any virtue in it. There was never any truth in it. There's never any service in it. All you are is, listen, in John chapter 8, the devil is called the father of all liars. The devil, it's actually said his native language is lying. All you did was buy into the devil's lies. That's all that you did. You didn't do it. I don't even think it's, listen, I don't think it's a a, a travesty or a tragedy that Andy Stanley's church is closed. He didn't preach the gospel anyway, and neither does Rick Warren. They don't preach anything. 
They don't, they don't preach hellfire and brimstone for the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. They don't preach the word like that. They preach the word through their own love filter. If they don't consider love, that's why Andy Stanley's an endorser of the homosexual agenda. He absolutely is. He can, he can buy, he, when he gets called out on it, He's just like a typical Democratic Party politician. He starts to pull back. But you ask Andy Stanley on a polygraph, is somebody living in a homosexual lifestyle going to hell? If he said yes, he'd fail the polygraph test. He is weak. I don't care if his church ever opens again. It shouldn't open again. He doesn't preach the gospel anyway. But you've got these guys with twenty and 30,000 members at their churches right now attacking people who stayed open, who actually believe the Bible. You know what the Bible says, Andy? You know what the Bible says, Rick Warren? I don't care about your status. I don't care about your respect. Don't care at all. Anybody that can get a hold, send them this video. Share it to them. I don't care at all. You know what the Bible says? No plague shall draw near thy dwelling. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loosed. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Where's all that? I had this entire article from Andy Stanley right here. Not one Bible verse. Nothing is mentioned of scripture. Just his own little ideologies about this was an opportunity of a lifetime. He talks about COVID as the opportunity of a lifetime. You know who else talks like that? Klaus Schwab of the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum. Prince Charles of the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum. John Kerry of the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum. They all espouse the same verbiage as Andy Stanley and Rick Warren. They do. Absolutely. He says he's embarrassed by people like me. We're we're not even brothers. You don't preach the gospel. Are you preaching that people need to turn from their sin or they're not going to heaven? Do you actually preach that? Don't think so. You wanted, you, wanted, you wanted your church to be a safe place for homosexuality, for people who are homosexuals. You wanted it to be a safe, they wanted to feel safe. Listen, they should feel loved and convicted in your church. They should not feel accommodated in your church. They should not feel comfortable. If the Bible is being preached, somebody living in sin should not feel comfortable. You can snuggle up in Andy Stanley's church absolutely garbage you want to know the truth about covid here it is i am tweet put that up there for me all right this is germany here we go let me see let's check oh no we got germany first don't we or is it uk first put the uh i need what the one that i need is germany after germany's medical there we go after germany's medical mask mandate on january 20th Cases have dropped 49.7%. Oh, wow, the masks work. While in the United States, without a medical mask mandate, it has dropped 69.2%. So what does this tell us? Put the graph up there, Tom. The graph tells us what? The graph tells us you can use masks, you cannot use masks, and you'll get exactly the same graph over and over and over again. That's exactly what every, I'm telling you, Pull, go to IM and spend three hours. Please do. Pull all of his, put that graph back up. Put all of his graphs up. 
pull them up in every single graphic. You go state to state, country to country. They all look like that. It didn't matter when they locked down. It didn't matter when they mandated masks. It didn't matter when they pulled the mandates. It didn't matter when they stopped the lockdowns. None of it mattered. Every single graph looks just like that. You can bring it back to me. Every single graph. All right, now we're on the UK. Can you, yeah, find that together. There you go. Right there. All right, let's check, out, check in on how the UK is doing. Shall we? You, I am right. It must be incredibly disappointing for experts and public health officials that cases have plummeted. They invested so much time and energy into stoking as much fear as possible. This must, this must really be a crushing blow for them. Put it up there for me. There you go. New variant announced. Look at the sky. The cases skyrocket. Everybody's going to die. Every ma- every single COVID, and it doesn't have to be COVID. It's same thing in the flu season. When the flu comes out, it skyrockets. So it goes up. And then what happens? It goes down. It doesn't matter if you ever mask or if you ever lock down. It doesn't matter. When you quarantined, you were wrong. When you locked down, you were wrong. Andy Stanley and Rick Warren, when you closed your churches, you were wrong. It does nothing. Nothing. All you did was slow herd immunity. Herd immunity is what you want. If you're somebody like like you, Andy Stanley, in Rick Warren, who doesn't believe the Bible, then you're gonna, everybody's going to catch it anyway. It's best to let it go through. Those that are most at risk, then they can choose, the United States of America, choose to stay home and wear masks if they want. Although most COVID cases are caught in your own home. It makes absolutely no sense what happened. And the question is, will the church in America repent or will the church in America reopen? Reopening is useless. Many I get I get uh, various messages from different people all the time. You know, our church is open. If you're listen, if you're open and you have no touch services and COVID clumps where you have to bring in your own lawn chairs and sit in your own little sections with your own family, you can only sit with people. Or you have mask services and mask sections. You're not open. All you are is a, is a capitulator to liars. That's all that you are. This was a Democratic Party agenda responding. I know the virus is real. Uh, it's a, the response to it is a Democratic Party agenda. Why don't you see it? Will you refuse Christians to look at logic? Will you refuse COVID-caving conservatives to look at logic? What states are opening right now? And what state, listen, Gavin Newsom just implemented his two-mask mandate. Or it's not, I don't think it's a man, it's a recommendation. And today he was, he was showing people how to do it. He's going to mass while Texas, a conservative state is opening. And Greg Abbott is, is pretty spineless. He caved all the way till last month, caving, caving, lockdowns, mask, doing it all. He caved. He folded like a cheap suit, but at least he's coming around. And listen, again, he needs to publicly repent. Every public figure and every pastor that caved to any sort of COVID mitigation, mask wearing, quarantining, lockdowns, those are the mitigations. They all need to repent publicly. And it'd be good for some of you COVID-caving Christians to go to your pastors when you left and said, you know what, I was wrong. And you know what, it might do you good. That's what I do in life. When I get proven wrong, you know what I do? I go to the person and I tell them, I was wrong. Will you do that? I don't know. Trish Regan tweet. 
the new American reality under Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, an open national border with no guards and a barbed wire fence at the Capitol to protect our politicians. Well, that's just, you know, that's the, that's like the title of this show. Well, it's actually a little bit of the verbiage describing the show tonight is that guns and walls for Joe Biden and an open border for you. Congratulations, super soccer mom, super quarantine COVID mom. Great job voting for Joe Biden. And here's the thing. A lot of you are thinking, well, at least I didn't vote for him. I might be a COVID caver, but I didn't vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, you did. You caved to COVID. You opened up the door to mass mail-in balloting, which enabled in the, in the seven cities and the six states for them to make up, just generate ballots, manifest ballots. Because how do you ever, I mean, do you realize how many of those ballots had Joe Biden only on them? Nobody even voted down ballot. They just marked Joe Biden. Hundreds of thousands. And Trump lost by 43,000 votes in King State. He'd be president right now. 43,000 vote difference. I know it's more than that when you total all the swing states, but the the states that he needed, he lost by 43,000 votes. I don't even like to use that four-letter word lost because it's an absolute lie. He did not lose. They generated those votes. And if you are a COVID caver, you are the Andy Stanleys of the world. I would assume, I mean, I I would hope that most of the people and Andy Stanley's North Point Church are conservatives and maybe voted for Donald Trump. But you're thinking, at least I didn't play, you know, play a part in, in electing a baby butcher. Yeah, you did. You did. Because you caved. You gave them. You gave them the conveyance. In other words, you gave them the vehicle to generate a bunch of false ballots. You gave them the ability. You couldn't pull it off before. They didn't have the laws in place. But they knew they did on November 3rd. They knew they did. That's why you saw something that you've never seen before. It all comes back to the COVID hoax. That's why you saw something on election night you've never seen before. And you know you've never seen it before where they stop counting ballots in the middle of the night. There's no need for ever to stop counting ballots because they're all shift workers. One gets tired, the other one comes in. There's no need to shut down ever. They're shift workers. Nobody needs sleep. You do your shift, you go home, night shift comes in. There's no need for sleep, but they shut it down. You enabled that. Now, the question is, will you go Jesus style, word of God style and repent? Starting with the Christians, will you repent? Starting with the pastors, will you repent? Will you knock it off? Conservative pundits, will you please start talking about the false COVID death count? It is not 500,000. The reason why it's at 500,000 is they reverse the lines on the death certificates. Where do I get that from? National file peer-reviewed article, peer-reviewed researched article, national file, pull it up. COVID deaths have been overestimated by 1,600%. We've had 30 to 50,000 COVID deaths. That's it, not 500,000. That's absolutely wrong. That's why we have no excess deaths from 2020 to 2019. Come on, make, make sense to that. COVID caving quarantine super Christian who's so virtuous. Explain that to me, please. Explain to me why the funeral homes aren't overwhelmed. Explain to me why you don't see one grave being dug after another when you drive by the graveyards that you drive by every day of your life. Where are all the, where, wouldn't there be extra graves out there? Where, where are the trucks picking up all the bodies? 500,000? Where are the trucks picking up all the bodies in your neighborhood? Where's that? Can't, can't you think like that? Question is, again, will you not open? I don't care about, listen, 
You, you can go ahead and open your Catholic churches and your Lutheran church because it's all that you are, Rick Warren. That's all that you are, Andy Stanley. You're just a religious organization that espouses your own humanistic virtue that's not found in the Word of God. That's who you are. Question is, will you repent? You find your virtue in looking at Christians who actually preach the Bible, and you, you don't think that we're loving. We're the one preaching love because God's Word is Jesus. John chapter 1, verse 1. 1 John 5, 7, the word is Jesus. If we're speaking, Jesus is God. Therefore, and God is love. So the word is love. Not the word filtered by you. Nobody needs you to filter the word of God. You preach the word. Be instant. You do it instantly. Be instant. In season, out of season. Reproving, rebuking, exhorting with all long-suffering doctrine. That's what you're supposed to do, 2 Timothy 4, 2. That's what you're supposed to do. Not Andy Stanley's garbage, right? Let me realign to you here. It was the exact wrong. He says, the thing that has been concerning to me, who gives a crap? You're not a Bible thumper. You're a Democratic Party collaborator. I know he's probably he's probably a registered Republican, but I'm telling you, he's a Democratic Party collaborator. The thing that has been so concerning to me about the local churches, how quickly so many local churches felt like we've got to get back in our building shoulder to shoulder, doing what we've always done, Stanley said. It was the exact wrong response to COVID. What was the right response? COVID, the COVID response was a complete lie that you bought. What's, what was the right response? Closed down churches. Bars stayed open. Walmart stayed open. Bars closed after a while. Well, mass gatherings and other places. But churches, of course, had to close. All based on a virus with a 99.9% post-infection survival rate, Andy. Why were you, so what are you closing for exactly? What are you getting a vaccine for exactly? 99.9, it's the the exact same statistics for the flu. You never close for the flu. Oh, but there's 500,000 deaths. No, there's not. Prove it. Prove it. Statistics aren't proving you out. Statistics are proving me out. So you closed, that, that was the wrong response was to fight you. So the right response then to you was to lock down mask up, quarantine, and hide. That was what you wanted to do, right, Andy? Right, Rick Warren? That's what you wanted to do? Based on what? All of those responses are based in lies being spouted out by the World Health Organization and by Anthony Fauci and by the Democratic Party. So all you really did when you didn't fight it was acquiesce to lying. That's what you did. There's no virtue in acquiescing to the devil, acquiescing to lying. And do you ever read your Bible, man? Do you read it? Do you ever read the 13th chapter of the book of Revelation? He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to take a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that none may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Do you ever look at it and then see the what's going on? With you're not allowed to do this if you're not vaccinated. You're not allowed to do that. Do you see the green cards? This this article was written like two days ago. Hey, Andy. Hey, Rick Warren. Do you not see the green cards being issued? The common, the common passes being espoused in the United States of America? The digital chips, the digital IDs. You don't see the book of Revelation unfolding before your eyes. And you think that a virus that's used to usher it in is righteous and that you should be hiding from it you think those that are ushering this in those are the ones you should listen to and close your church we kept our churches open because we knew they were liars 
We knew they were totalitarians. We knew they were trying to usher in the mark of the beast. We knew they were trying to usher in the new world order. What about you? No, you're a coward. You're a coward. You're afraid you're going to lose the wisdom class in your church. All those that say, well, yeah, I believe in God, but I also like to use wisdom. You're a coward. That's all you are. It's all you've ever been. All right, Mac tweet. Welcome to the People's Republic of Biden. There you go. U.S. dollars, 200, 210 million so far is the cost of maintaining. I don't know. It said cost of maintaining. So who knows how often that 210 gets spent of maintaining the Capitol Hill by the military. Seems like Nancy loves spending money. Run that little video for me, Thomas. There you go. There's the United States of America. They're all behind a 20-foot. Right now, those soldiers, God bless them, they're all behind a 20-foot razor-wired fence. You can't get anywhere near there. You can't get anywhere near the capital of the United States of America anymore because we are under the People's Republic of Pelosi and Biden. Tell me if you ever thought, you know, good job again. Rick Warren, Andy Stanley, nice job. Really good work. This is what happens when they give when you give them absolute power via your acquiescence. You give it's Biden pushing COVID. Have you noticed it, Rick Warren? It's not it's not the it's not the pro-lifers that are pushing uh, COVID. It's the Democratic Party, the ones who have the entire uh, capital locked down right now behind a 20-foot fence. They themselves hate the southern border being closed, but to protect themselves, they'll erect a 20-foot fence with razor wire on top of it. They have machine gun-fed machine guns all over town. 7,000 troops to protect themselves from what? Their little, catch this now, blue anon, blue anon conspiracies. That's what it's really all about. They're blue anon conspiracies. That just got put in the Urban Dictionary, by the way. That's a fact. Blue Anon, not QAnon, Blue Anon. It's the little fantasies that Nancy Pelosi makes up every day called Russian collusion, called uh, on March 4th, the Capitol will be overrun, overrun by white nationalists and white supremacists from QAnon. No, that's all Blue Anon. They're liars. All right, Jerry Dunleavy tweet. Biden administration is sounding the alarm about ongoing cyber uh, an ongoing cyber campaign being carried out against Microsoft email system, which is the company assessed. Uh, let me read that right. Which the company assessed is being conducted by a hacker group dubbed. I don't even try to pronounce that Hafnium, Hafnium, which operates out of once again, China and is supported by the CCP. You know what? Thank bring it back to me. Just saying, thank goodness. We've got such a, steel spined president operating at full capacity thinking to stand up to the ccp the chinese communist party thank goodness we've got a president steel spine ushered in on the wave of a fake election and COVID 19 supported by christians thank goodness we got that guy to stand up to the chinese uh do we play the video for me China poses the single greatest geopolitical threat to the United States over the next century. One of the really disturbing patterns that we've seen with Biden nominee after Biden nominee is a warm embrace of China. 
One thing has become very clear. The Biden administration does not plan to hold China responsible for anything. Biden's nominee to be ambassador to the United Nations disclosed just a little over a year ago. She gave a paid speech before a Confucius Institute. Confucius Institutes are paid for by the Chinese Communist Party, praising China and saying America needs to be more like China. I asked multiple Biden nominees whether they would maintain Huawei, a global espionage company masquerading as a telecom company on the entities list. Not a single one of the Biden nominees was willing to commit to keep Huawei on that list. This is dangerous that this administration as a policy decision is embracing and getting into bed with China. What a beautiful history we wrote together. we go. Awesome job, Senator. I'm no giant fan of Microsoft, that's for sure. However, they're being attacked by the CCP. And all that, you know, Hefnium operates out of China, supported by the CCP. That means they are the CCP. And here we have Biden snuggles up. Biden's son received $1.5 billion from the CCP. He does, I mean, from, well, from a company, again, influenced by the CCP, which means they are the CCP. That's who, that, that's who Biden is. That's what we have as president right now. All right, Glenn Greenwald tweet. As the insurrection narrative crumbles, because how can you have an insurrection with no guns? Democrats cling to it more desperately than ever. Let me, show, let me read you this article or, or pieces of this article. Twice in the last six weeks, you can bring it back to me, warnings were issued about imminent grave threats. Twice in the last six weeks, warnings were issued about imminent Grave threats to public safety posed by by the same type of right-wing ex- extremists who rioted at the Capitol on January 6th. This is an article written by Glenn Greenwald. And both times, these warnings ushered in severe security measures only to be proven utterly baseless. Inauguration riots never happened. March 4th riots, they had six people show up. Completely undeterred by this debacle, Democrats and their media spokespeople return with a new set of frightening warnings for this week. The date of March 4th has taken on a virtually religious significance for the QAnon movement, announced NBC News' Ben Collins, who was heard on NPR on Thursday speaking through actual literal journalistic tears. The man was crying as he recounted all the times he called Facebook to plead with them to remove dangerous right-wing extremists on their platforms. Tears commence in the video if you want to see it at seven minutes. Valiantly holding back full-on sobbing, Collins explained that he proved that he proved to be so right, but it pains and sorrows him to admit this. With his self-proclaimed oracle status fully in place, he prophesied that March 4th had taken on special dangers because QAnon followers concluded that it was when Trump would be inaugurated. This is how apocalyptic cult leaders always function. It's just Goebbels. It's Joseph Goebbels, Ben Collins, Joseph Goebbels. And listen, I am unholstering all Nazi rhetoric because that's what they do. It's time to kick them figuratively in the teeth with their own rhetoric. Everything that he just said is leftist propaganda. It never happened and it never will. But but Glenn Greenwald continues briefly here. This is how how apocalyptic cult leaders always function. When the end of the world did not materialize 
on January 6th. Collins insisted that January 20th was the day of the violent reckoning. When nothing happened on that day, he moved the doomsday to March 4th and nothing happens. This is blue on. There's going to be mass rioting on January 6th. It wasn't mass riot. You had an isolated riot where only people killed were the rioters. That's it. No guns. That didn't work. So they go, it's going to be mass rioting on January 20th, the inauguration. So lock it all down. Bring in 20,000. I believe we got up to 30,000 troops into D.C. Nothing happened. Well, then we have to move it to March 4th. Nothing happened. You know what they're doing now? They're moving it to March 20th. Blue Anon, Russia conspiracy hoax. They're all the, the the two fake impeachments. Blue Anon. That's what it is. All right, Benny tweet. Capitol Police Chief and Democrats are lying to hold our Capitol hostage. Let's look at this. This is from the Federalists. And I know that this is a little bit wonky. Bring it back to me. I know this is a little bit wonky, but I'm reading you these articles. It's not as exciting as watching a video, but be informed tonight from the Federalists. Now, I want to, let me read the headline again. Capitol Police Chief and Democrats are lying. Look at me now. They are lying. If you are of the occult of the Democratic Party, of which many Christians have signed on via their COVID compliance, because those that want your, the COVID totalitarian response is the Democratic Party. You buy into one bit of it. If you say things like we can open safely, you've bought in. If you wear a mask, you've bought in. I'm talking about masks voluntarily, not those of you that get forced to wear them in certain scenarios like flying or your work or this store that you have to go into. I get that. I'm talking about what the virtue signaling mask wearers. They are lying. They are absolutely lying to lock down our capital. The Federalist writes, and it's, and it's because acting Capitol Police Chief Yogananda Pittman is perfectly content to use her own men and women as political pawns and scapegoats to please her new Democratic bosses. Sounds just like the FBI. Just as with two weeks to slow the, slow the spread on Capitol Hill, another blue and on conspiracy theory on Capitol espoused. On Capitol Hill, we were told one month to stop the insurrection. <laughs> Remember, 15 days to flatten the curve? 15 days to flatten the curve. Today is what, March 6th? All right, so we're only nine days from 365 days of flattening the curve. So just like that promise, they said, well, you know, we're just going to lock down the Capitol for a month. Well, we're way past a month now. And three weeks in, the acting Capitol Police Chief requested that fencing remain for a month, an extra week, permanently. Yogananda Pittman, police chief of the Capitol Police. Remember, Capitol Police have a bigger budget. They control a 2.3 square mile area. And they have a bigger budget, $500 million, than the city of Detroit. But they've got to have, and they've got over 2,000 officers, not employees, officers, sworn officers, and they can't control the Capitol, along with D.C. Metro Police, who has another several thousand officers. And remember the day of the insurrection, Trump, the day of, Trump, days before the insurrection, authorized 10,000 
National Guard troops that Nancy Pelosi, for optical reasons, said no to. And Muriel Bowser, mayor of D.C., also said no to because of the optics. In the following weeks, reporters had outlets like Politico thirstily spread rumors from unnamed Guard members that March 4th was the day the militias would finally come back. You know how many people showed up on March 4th to protest at all? Six. Not 6,000. Not 600. Not 60. Six. Six people. While headlines like Capitol... Uh, While headlines like Capitol Police say intelligence shows militia group may be plotting to breach the Capitol. Name the militia group. I I just name them. I want to know the name of the militia group or who's going to do it. You have intelligence. Name them. You don't even post facto name them. You notice how they never do name them. When Bill Clinton bombed Bosnia and and Kosovo, that whole Eastern European area. Where are the bodies? You said there is mass killings going on. That's why you bombed them. Okay, where are the bodies? Show me the evidence. Never do. Never apologize. No verification whatsoever. No legitimacy ever shown. So they, you know, uh, militia group may be plotting to breach the Capitol. Ran in the Washington Post, owned by Jeff Bezos. Readers who got seven paragraphs down learned the FBI actually didn't have any indication of violence or a specific credible plot at this time. And none of it got in the way of acting Chief Pittman, who requested Thursday that the occupation be extended further, another further, uh, another two months. The occupation, not just the fencing, two months more of 7,000 American troops being in our capital behind razor wire fencing. All right, from uh, Neanderthal, scholar Paso, really, Jack Posobiec. Urban Dictionary adds the term blue and on told you to describe nutty left-wing conspiracy theories. You got that deaf for me, Tom? Put the next one up, definition. There you go, right there, perfect. A loosely organized network of Democrat voters, politicians. This is real. This is in the Urban Dictionary. And media personalities who spread left-wing conspiracy theories such as the Russia hoax, Jesse Smollett, and I would add Bubba Wallace, Ukraine hoax, Covington kids hoax, Brett Kavanaugh hoax, uh, Blasey Ford, Blue Anon adherents uh, fervently believe the right-wing extremists are going to storm Capitol Hill any day now and remove lawmakers from office, hence the need for the deployment of thousands of National Guards stationed at the U.S. Capitol. Leave that up for just a second. Leave that up for just a second. There you go. Let's look at all those hoaxes. We could add more. Russia hoax, Jesse Smouillet hoax, Jesse Smollett hoax, Bubba Wallace hoax. I'm having that in there. Ukraine hoax, impeachment hoax one, impeachment hoax two, Covington kids hoax, Christy Blasey Ford's false accusation, no date, no time, no location, no witnesses. And the witnesses that you have do not verify your story. Brett Kavanaugh hoax. That is what we call, you can bring it back to me. That is what we call and has now been defined as blue anon. Spread it all over. Like a real virus, spread it all over. I'm not saying COVID's not real. Like a real virus, though, spread it all over the place. Blue and on. We'll attach it to them like they're trying to attach QAnon to all of us. I do not believe QAnon. There's some things that they've said in the past that I like. Some of the stuff, One there's really one thing that they've said that I've liked, and that is the exposure of child trafficking. That I like. I'm glad that QAnon has done that. Other than that, listen, they've been full of crap. They really have not. They're supposed to have, uh, you know, 
Trump this, Trump that. It's going to happen on this date. They're moving their stuff all around. Come on, stop it. It's not, now listen, for those of you who believe in it, I want you, what I want you to do is pick the next four or five dates that they espouse. And when they don't happen, you need to drop it and stop saying it was a false flag. Stop it. It's been going on long enough. We need to get into a real political, political fight. Instead of believing conspiracy theories that suddenly Donald Trump's going to arrive on a helicopter and take over. It is not going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen. We need to focus on espousing our plans. We need to go state by state. We never need to, even if H.R. 1 passes, where they federalize elections, where they say that you have to take ballots 10 days after the election. No ID, no ID needed. No voters, no, no matching cities. There's nothing needed whatsoever. Mass, Mark Zuckerberg spent $400 million on, vote, on ballot boxes all over the country, in the six, in the seven cities, in the six states. Mark Zuckerberg, $400 million spent for the Republicans? No, on ballot boxes. Nice job again. COVID caving Christians. That is what you did. When you caved into COVID, you made it legitimate for people to say, I'm too scared to go in and vote. So here comes Mark Zuckerberg and says, you know what? I'll get voter ballot boxes for everybody. And there was mass dumps put into those. Good job. It is your fault. Accept it and repent. Well, you know, I was just looking out for my kids' well-being. Kids, kids are 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than they are of COVID-19. Do you read a book? Do you read an article? Do you study to show yourself approved unto God? Or are you destroyed for lack of knowledge? You need to decide. Look at your country right now. False president with a false election brought in by your compliance and millions of others to the COVID-19 response, which is an absolute joke for a virus with a 99.9% post-infection survival rate. Come on, Larry Elder tweet. Get these statistics. Who's, who, runs, who runs Baltimore? And by the way, the four most dangerous cities in the country, all run by Democrats. And it's, I believe, eight out of the top 10 all run by Democrats. The, uh, in Baltimore, there are, get this, 13 public high schools. Get the, here, listen to these stats run by Democrats. Those that are telling you to put masks on, again, double masking. Those espousing all the COVID-19 responses. In Baltimore, there are 13 public high schools where 0% of students can do math at grade level. <laughs> did, did everybody hear that? 0%. Zero percent of students can do math at grade level in 13 high schools in Baltimore and six where only one percent can. So out of there's 19 schools, 19 high schools in Baltimore where one percent or less of students can do math at grade level run by Democrats. If schools didn't protect those students sensibilities from the racist images and harmful stereotypes in Dr. Seuss's books, those scores could plummet. <laughs> they, could, they could plummet from 1% to zero everywhere. You can bring it back to me. <laughs> Unbelievable. This, this tweet right here is, un, I don't know if anybody in here knows who that mouse figure, I don't know who that is in that picture, but no, I know Kermit. No, there's a mouse guy right there. Yeah, who's that? I don't know who that is. But anyway, Babylon B tweet, throw that up there for me. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, that's a dog? Oh, okay. All right, get the research team on it. See if you can find me a name or somebody send it to me. Oh, Paw Patrol. There you go. They're gone. I love the Babylon Bee here. Gone but not forgotten. Remember those lost 
in this past year. <laughs> Aunt Jemima, Kermit the Frog, Paul Patrol. I had more. The Washington Redskins, Mr. Potato Head, Dr. Seuss, and all genders. Gone in 2020. Nice job, everybody. All right. Uh, and by the way, every time you cave to them in any way, shape, or form, you give them more power. All right. Greg Price tweet. Cinema, no on the $15 minimum wage. You had eight Democrats, including Kirsten, it's either Kristen or Kirsten Cinema, who took John McCain's place. Well, there's no difference between John McCain and Democrats. So it doesn't really matter. She's Democrat. But this is why I say people don't think that we're winning. Bring it back to me for just a second. People don't think that we're winning, but we actually are. We have eight Democrats that voted against this. Against $15 minimum wage. That sounds so horrible. You want to give people minimum wage crushes businesses and makes them automate, which crushes employment. What's the point? You go from, okay, you're making $12 an hour right now to zero and you go on unemployment. Is that what you want? Because that's what autom- that's what this the companies will just automate. They're not going to pay for somebody to flip a burger for $15. I've done that work. It's okay. You know what? That's where everybody starts. But here's a video of her, well, a gif, actually, of her. This is, this is what she literally did. Play it for me. There you go. That's how you vote. Nice job. You know what you have to give credit? Bring it back to me. You have to give credit where credit is due. And, you know, when a Democrat does something good, now, why is she doing it? Does she have evil intent? No, she has other motives. She's got to be reelected. She knows that if she voted for yes on that in Arizona, she gone. And the other people that went with her, Joe Manchin, John Tester of, Mon- of Montana, Janine, uh, uh, Jean Shaheen, New Hampshire, Maggie Hassan, New Hampshire, Angus King, uh, Maine, and that was Cinema right there, Arizona, Tom uh, Carper, Delaware, Chris Coons, Delaware. There you go. That's who went with us. All right, the anomaly tweet. There you go. I'm just going to read the bottom. Barack Obama, Barack Obama said Pete Buttigieg was too short and gay to be president. <laughs> See, here, bring it back to me. See, they don't really believe what they all they all they use social justice for is to usher in their own power. All they use COVID-19 for COVID caving Christians is to usher in their own power. Barack Obama says Pete Buttigieg is too short and gay to be president. they, they, They don't really believe what they espouse. That's why they get caught in perpetual hypocrisy. They don't really believe that, that what they espouse. Wear a mask, wear a mask. And then you have Gavin Newsom out there not wearing a mask in a crowded restaurant. All right, Rep, uh, Representative Jim Jordan. Turns out, this is the uh, Cuomo section of the show tonight. Enjoy. Representative Jim Jordan. Turns out it was worse than we thought. They were cooking the books. All right, bring it back to me. And again, I apologize somewhat. For the wonkiness of this, because I'm reading articles to you, but you need, again, to know the facts. I'm not reading entire articles. I'm reading excerpts from them. But this is actually from the New York Times wrote this. They cooked the books on nursing home deaths. Listen, it was, there was no mistakes. There was no misinterpretation. Oh, I see it this way. And you see, no, they cooked the books. They changed the numbers. The man should have resigned last week. He should have resigned the moment the story came out. It came out a long time ago. Como AIDS rewrote nursing home report to hide higher death toll from the New York Times. Again, New York Times is a liberal hack rag, but when they do something right, acknowledge it. Maybe they'll turn around. You never know. 
Christians, we should always hope for people's redemption. The intervention was the early, I love how they name it the, inter, the intervention, though. They were intervening, intervening. I mean, no, you mean the corruption? The corruption was the earliest action. The intervention was the earliest action yet known in an effort by Governor Andrew Cuomo that concealed how many nursing home residents died in the pandemic. Top aides to the governor, Andrew Cuomo, were alarmed. A report written by state health officials had just landed, and it included a count of how many nursing home residents in New York had died in the pandemic. The number, more than 9,000 by that point in June, was not was not public, and the governor's most senior ace wanted to keep it that way. Now, why were they concerned about nursing homes? Like I told you earlier, he passed his own legislation that mandated that nursing homes, you have no choice, they have to take in COVID-infected patients. He kept that going until May, May, all of March, when the COVID reached, all of April, and I believe it's May 15th to May 20th, he finally stopped the practice. It's just like the current nominee to be the assistance in the health and human services, Rachel Levine, really Richard Levine, did the same thing in Pennsylvania, the transgender person, where they instituted the same policy and she pulled her mother's out, her mother out of the nursing home right before they implemented it. Typical Democrat. They rewrote the report to take it out. According to interviews and documents, you hear that now? The governor's most seniors wanted to keep it that way. They rewrote the report to take it out. Uh, you're not supposed to be rewriting a report written by the state health officials. They rewrote the report to take it out. According to interviews and documents reviewed by the New York Times, the extraordinary intervention, <laughs> it should be the extraordinary corruption, which came just as Mr. Cuomo was starting to write a book on his pandemic achievements. What's that being the worst in the country per capita deaths was the earliest act yet known in what critics, critics have called a month long effort by the governor and his aides to obscure the full scope of nursing home deaths. There you go. That is the governor of the state of New York. All right, Molly tweet. This isn't just embarrassing. It's actually dangerous. Play the video for me. David, we're sitting by for Governor Cuomo's press conference, his daily briefing. How would you contrast Cuomo and President Trump's handling of the crisis? Truth versus mendacity. Governor Cuomo um, out there day after day after day, everything Trump isn't honest, direct, brave. Real leadership <laughs> of the kind the president of the United States should have provided. Governor Cuomo is clearly living in a totally different reality, the yeah, actual you, one, yeah, lies. than the president of the United States. Governor Cuomo has become a national leader. Liar. A lot of people, Andrew Cuomo has become the leader of the Democratic Party. He is conveying incredible strength. You spoke to National Guard troops he today in a right stirring there, speech that... See, that COVID hospital right there is built by who? Donald J. Trump with the Army Corps of Engineers, and chances are it was never used. All right, play it. If I wasn't listening carefully, I thought you would send soldiers off to war. This has been a remarkable show of leadership by Governor Cuomo in recent days. He's providing hope but not false hope. Governor Cuomo, no. I think, is, is, is one of the heroes on, on the front lines. With all of this adulation that you're getting for doing your job, are you thinking about running for president? Andrew Cuomo, who has a daily television show now uh, and has become, in some ways, the shadow uh, president. Maybe Trump is just a little bit mad that Governor Cuomo has become a kind of acting president. Dealing with hardship actually makes you stronger. That's what Governor Cuomo said earlier today. That's what I'm going to go teach my kids right now at home. 
All that about the man who killed 16,000 senior citizens. Janice Deans from New York, from Fox News, lost both of her in-laws in under Andrew Cuomo's death camps. Where I mean, I just wonder, you know, kids in cages, concentration camps. Uh, what are you going to call these? Exactly. You're going to go. Maybe maybe the liberal media will start calling him Joseph Mengele or something like that. You're going to use Nazi. You're going to use Nazi terms against them. No, they just sing his praises. I love at the beginning. He, you know, Cuomo's all about truth and 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 Trump's all about lies. Really? Now, where again are the retractions? Where are all the stories on this? Can you imagine if this was a Republican governor? Can you even imagine it? I just have to play this one more time. You got to listen to what Stelter says. Play it again. Dealing with hardship actually makes you stronger. That's what Governor Cuomo said earlier today. That's what I'm going to go teach my kids right now. (laughs) Dealing with hardship actually makes you stronger. What do you do if you're Andrew Cuomo and you have hardship? You see a report you don't like, you send your aides in to pressure them. And I didn't read the whole, the whole article to you. They actually pressure them. Some of the people that, that were responsible for that report report felt pressured under the threat of losing their jobs. If they didn't change that report, that's how bad it was. That's who Andrew Cuomo is. Trump lies and Cuomo tells the truth. Let me, let me ask you, show me the, any report that Trump ever doctored, show me a report put out by whoever, whether it's the CDC that Trump came in, sent his Gestapo in and made them change it. Show me one of those. Go ahead, Brian Stelter, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, ABC. Come on, show it to me. Any of you. New York Times, show me where Donald Trump ever did anything like that. He was impeached for having a conversation with the prime minister of Ukraine. Impeached. For having a for having a conversation. Imagine if Donald Trump ever did anything like that. All right, Scott Whitlock tweet. Cuomo accuser to CBS. Absolutely, the media made him feel untouchable. Well, we just watched that video when they basically burn incense to the man and worship him. I'll bet you it did feel pretty darn untouchable. All right, LifeNews.com. New York Senate votes 43-20 to end Andrew Cuomo's executive powers. The man is going down. That's a good thing. All right, disclosed TV tweet. Rolling through these right now. All right, Guardian suggests COVID-like shutdowns every two years. Nice job, COVID cavers. Now they want it every two years from you. That's why you never give them an inch. That's why you never acquiesce and collaborate and cooperate with evil. Now they now the left wants COVID-like shutdowns every two years to meet Paris climate goals. Oh, what, uh, bring it back to me. I thought this was all about virtue. I thought this was all about wearing your mask and saving lives. No, now they want to rotate it in every two years to meet Paris climate goals. What does that sound like to you? The WEF, the World Economic Forum. That sounds like the Great Reset and Klaus Schwab, one and the same. It sounds like the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, the World Health Organization, all meeting in Davos. It's all about a flu bug, huh? Really? You still believe that? That's what it's all about? Maybe you Christians need to start reading your Bible about a new world order. Huh? Maybe maybe it's time to be spiritual again. Instead of espousing your virtues by wearing a bold-faced lie over your face. Huh? How about thinking about that? Put that article up, Tom. Here you go. 
equivalent of COVID emissions drop needed every two years. Yeah, they lo- everybody loses their jobs and shuts down their factories and nobody drives anywhere. Yeah, the emissions go down. Put the next one up. Global lockdown every two years needed to meet Paris CO2 goals. Yeah, we played the video. My buddy Aaron had already uh, downloaded it, so we played it. Actually came from the World Economic Forum slash the Great Reset where they went through. They, they took it down because they got so much blowback on it. They took it down as they went from basically city to city talking about the lesser ambient noise and the lesser CO2 emissions, world record lows. Scientists were ever actually able to listen and find and be able to predict uh, earthquakes that will happen in the future. All the lesser pollutants in the air makes our world a better place. They got hammered for it because people have lost their freaking jobs for life. Their businesses are gone forever. 60% of all COVID closing businesses are closed for forever, 60%. The only people that still want these code of of mitigations are the ones that have never been reached out and touched by them. You haven't lost your job, so you wear your mask and you espouse your virtue. A restaurant, I read a story, that was owned for 60 years, went from grandpa to dad to son, gone forever. It didn't mean nothing to you because it wasn't you. When it becomes you, you're like the Idaho people, and you start burning masks. It's pathetic. Washington Examiner tweet. CNN guests, if if we mask and social distance every winter, nice job, COVID cavers. Give them an inch. What do they do? I won't even fill in the rest of that sentence for you. We will see a dramatic reduction in flu. I wonder whether that will be the lesson in this. See, they're they're espousing their great virtue and the lessons to be found in destroying democracy, in destroying a democratic republic, in destroying people's lives, in bringing us up to 15% unemployment, $30 trillion in debt. Oh, this is the lesson we can learn in all of this. Play that video for me. Is we figure out what flu strains have been circulating in places like Australia or South America, which sort of p- predicts what what strains are likely to come into our, our country. There's been so little flu in those, those two areas. I, I think it's going to be hard for us to try and figure out what flu strains to pick. But you're right. It's, if we mask and social distance every winter, we will see a dramatic reduction in flu, which usually causes hundreds of thousands of hospitalizations and tens of thousands of deaths. I wonder whether that would be will be the lesson uh, from this. These guys are these guys are unbelievable. It's right again. I know I said this earlier, but it's right out of out of John chapter eight verses forty four and forty five. The devil is a liar. The devil is the father of lies. His native language is lying. It's right out of that. They create a lie that COVID is the next black plague. With again a virus with a point one post infection death rate. Point one one tenth of one percent post infection death rate. So they create that lie. Create this totalitarian response. And then they say they've eliminated the flu through this response when all they've done is take flu cases and assign them to COVID. That's all that they've done. They're, they have to limit. There's no flu is not down. People who think they have COVID. I mean, listen, I I'm, I'm probably won't get to the article tonight. I might get to it. I don't know. But the PCR tests are absolutely useless. It has come out. They've spun. They do too many revolutions. They're not accurate. It's up there, up to 85% inaccurate, up to 85% false positives. So people are testing positive for COVID. They go in and they got a scratchy throat and a runny nose. They go in, they test positive for COVID. They have the flu or they have a common cold. 
all through this mass PCR testing. It's been proven false. I have the article. I probably won't get to it. All right, Bill Mulligan tweet. Governor Newsom says California should wear two masks when going out in public. So you have all this data. Does he ever go on IM? Does he ever go to Ian Miller? Okay, he's one graph after another will prove, again, destroyed for lack of knowledge. And what's the second part of that verse, Hosea 4, 6? Because thou, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. Plenty of knowledge out there that would show Governor Newsom that masks are useless, useless. But what does he do? He has. This is not about health. This is about, I've got to stay in power. I've got to double down. I've got, they've got, they're up to like uh, 1.8, 1.9 million recall signatures on all these 1.5. And all those, by the way, recall signatures in the state of California, they're all wanting to recall Governor Newsom, Governor Totalitarian. In order to recall him, you have to have 1.5 million. They've got way more than that. In order for that, in order for you to actually be on to sign that recall vote, Recall petition, to be more accurate. What do you have to have? An ID. <laughs> but not to vote. Only to, only to recall Gavin Newsom. You have to have an ID then. But not to vote. And vote harvesting is also allowed in the state of California and Wisconsin. For some odd unknown reason. So he's, a, he's doubling down. It's never been about health. He's looking at the other, he's going he's gonna to prove his point now. He's going to prove to everybody. You know, this is where I stand. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my ground. Texas opening, Florida's been open. North Dakota, uh, South Dakota's never closed. They have way better. All he's got to do is pull up the charts. They've done way better than he has. It doesn't matter whether you wear a mask or not. It doesn't matter whether you lock down or not. All the graphs look just like this. They always do every time. doesn't matter. The ones with the highest peaks are those with the most severe lockdowns and mask mandates. But it doesn't matter. He's now espousing that everybody has to wear two masks. Well, what is? how does he live? Put up there for me, Tom. How does he live his life? Typical Democrat right there. Out the French Laundry, the man to his left is a health department official. Whoops. So nobody really believes this crap. It's all so they can stay in power. They're perverts. That's who they are. Perverts like to control people, sadomasochistic sexual people like that. These people are equally perverted. They like to control people. That's all it's about. All right, lifenews.com tweet. Breaking, the Senate passed the COVID relief uh, bill on a 50-49 party line vote. The bill contains tens of millions uh, for taxpayer funding of abortions and the Planned Parenthood abortion business. Again. Nice job, everybody who capitulated. Now you can now you can answer to God for the funding for Planned Parenthood. It's the largest. Get this last line now. It's the largest expansion in abortion funding since 2010. Back to me. Again, you really think that it was all about your virtue and all about slowing and flattening the curve. Really? Hey, how's that feel, COVID caving quarantine super mom? That now they use COVID as an excuse. Quote, it's the largest expansion of abortion funding since 2010. You see, all they do is use COVID as a conveyance to push in to usher in their own power. And if you wear a mask, you're helping them. That's all. That, that's the same thing that they do with race. It's the same thing they do with social justice. Behind the scenes, Barack Hussein Obama gets caught saying Pete Buttigieg is too short and gay to be president. They just use it in the public setting. That's why Joe Biden gets caught without a mask. 
That's why the, the mayor of Austin, Texas, a devout baby butchering Democratic hack, gets caught to telling everybody on Thanksgiving to stay indoors and don't gather with anybody that you don't live with. And then he flies off to Cabo San Lucas and gathers with people outside of his own family. They don't really believe it. It's not really a threat. It's a simple conveyance to keep themselves in power and usher in their narrative, usher in their agenda, which is what? Socialism, communism, World Economic Forum, Great Reset, capitulation to China. That's all that it's ever been about from day one. All right, the Bradford Life file or the Bradford file. Biden and Democrats are about to give hundreds of billions of this is part. Oh, by the way, the name of the, uh, the bill they passed, the COVID relief bill, is called the American Rescue Plan. Biden and Democrats are about to give hundreds of billions of dollars to illegal aliens and corrupt foreign countries during a pandemic. They hate you. Back to me. That's absolutely true. They hate human life. All of these people, Klaus Schwab, John Kerry, the World Health Organization, who had to admit publicly that they put sterilizing agents inside their polio vaccines. Not a right wing. That's not a right wing extremist viewpoint. That's the absolute truth. They won't deny it. Send them an email. They won't deny it. It's always been about that. They hate humanity. They hate people. They're responsible for 60 million aborted babies every year worldwide. One to two million. You'll hear people all the time in the United States say, we have about a million aborted babies per year in the United States. That's absolutely incorrect. We have at least one million. It's one to two million because New York and California have laws in place where they don't have to report abortions. Facts. That's where we're at. They hate you. That's the truth. Senator Tommy Tuberville tweet, big fan of this guy. The majority of this relief bill funds Democratic priorities and special interest groups, gives taxpayers taxpayer dollars to environmental justice grants. Explain me what environmental justice is. Makes absolutely no sense. Funds Planned Parenthood and other abortion providers. Bails out, this is the big part, failed blue states where you've got a state like, you can bring it back to me, you, you got states like Illinois, Illinois, that are billion, listen, the state of California is $1 trillion in debt. 50% of all unemployment applications come from one state, the state of California. Illinois is billions of dollars in debt. California is trillions of dollars in debt. This is about paying off, paying off his political supporters. That's all it's about for Biden and the Democrats. That's it. I got some more numbers. 1% towards vaccine distribution. I hate the vaccine. I'm just telling them living in their own world for a minute. 1% towards vaccination distribution 15% 30 billion goes to long standing non covid democratic party priorities 5% to public health needs whatever that means 350 billion for state and local governments 422 billion for cash payments 1.9 trillion dollars which is what this is 2 trillion which now puts us we're 28 trillion trillion dollars in debt today this puts us at 30 trillion tomorrow if you gave every citizen in the United States, if you broke that out, $1.9 we'd each receive $6,000. Basically, it's not going anywhere. By the way, I don't think any of us should receive a dime. Open up the freaking economy. It solves everybody's problems. You send them $1,400 when they're $500,000 in debt from playing lease payments for a restaurant that's been closed in downtown Manhattan since March, and you send them $1,400? You have to be a Democrat to be that stupid, to actually believe that does anything at all. Tommy Hicks tweet, 
Only 9% of the Democrat COVID package goes to COVID relief. Even worse, only 1% of the spending will go towards accelerating vaccine distribution. It's a $1.9 trillion bill, dollar bill, and only 10% is going to combating COVID. Something isn't adding up. Of course it's not because it's a Democratic Party bill. It's all about communism, socialism, appeasing Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, doing what the World Health Organization tells you to do, acquiescing to the CCP. That's all the Democratic Party is. Let me find more ways to butcher the unborn. They hate you. That's the truth. LiveNews.com. Listen to this. There's a hero here. We've reconciled. I wasn't happy with Rand Paul. We're reunited, and it's understood. Reunited, and it feels so good. Here's the thing. Senator Rand Paul wasn't happy with him when he voted to certify the election. But anyway, he has four. He's been awesome since the election, since the false election of Joe Biden. Senator Rand Paul has forced Democrats to remove a pro-abortion provision in the massive $1.9 trillion COVID bill that would have allowed Planned Parenthood across America to receive free money through the Paycheck Protection Program. Ah, the PPP. Back to me. The PPP money. There, hey, there you go. COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving pastors who received your PPP money. Planned Parenthood likes it too. There's who you're partners with. Luckily, Rand Paul steps up and doesn't allow this to happen. They're still getting, there's plenty of money going to abortion funding around the world for the COVID bill. For the COVID bill. How would they ever feel like they have the power to use a flu bug to usher out millions and billions of dollars worldwide for abortions, where would the Democrats ever get the idea that they could do that? From the COVID caving Americans, and it started with the church. 3385 South Access Road tomorrow morning. Be here. Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. If you live in the Tampa Bay area, go to the River Church, Tampa. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, the uh, America's pastor. I can't remember. Jonathan Shuttlesworth is somewhere in Texas all week starting tomorrow. Pull him up. Jonathan Shuttlesworth, America's evangelist. evangelist. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, America's pastor. Find them. Find me. I'm here, Inglewood, Florida, 3385 South Access Road, 9 o'clock a.m., 11, 11, 15 a.m., come on in. We have never closed. We have never mitigated. We have never social distanced. We have never alcohol gel stationed. Nothing, ever, ever, not one mitigation. Never have, never will, will never close. I'm a Bible thumper, health, fire, brimstone, and the promises of God. God wants you in heaven. God wants you well on earth as, on earth as it is in heaven. Preach the Bible here. Join me. I'll be online if you can't get here tomorrow. But listen, get on to a search engine, find how close I am to you. If I'm within two hours, get here tomorrow. Don't go to your COVID caving church. Just because they're open doesn't mean they've repented. They need to repent instead of open. Join me here tomorrow or join me online and we will thump the word of God. I love you. Thank you all for watching. God bless you. God bless you. Seriously, God's blessings be upon each and every one of you. We're going to play some videos for you. Love you. See you tomorrow. God bless
to open these doors, we do not say open Sesame. We say open Biden. That's our magic word. <laughs> open Biden. I love it. Ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin, dass ich gearbeitet habe, dass ich mich in diesen Jahren für dich eingesetzt habe, dass ich anständig meine Zeit verwendet habe im Dienste meines Volkes. Gib du jetzt deine Stimme ab. Wenn ja, dann tritt für mich ein, so wie ich für dich eingetreten bin. But as I saw it, I thought to myself, thank God, I'm not there. I saw the images that they didn't get to see until later. Will you condemn Antifa for the attack in Washington? It's easy to condemn a terrorist attack. Generally speaking, unruly, but fires have been started and, and there's a crowd that.